Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everybody. Kip Harridge here with the Daily VR Investing Podcast. A big day in NASDAQ today, up a big 3.7% today, uh, 464 points. Maybe even more important than this big move higher, which you've been joining us here. You know, we think this is a really a stellar opportunity for, for, for technology names, for big tech, mega tech. These stocks have been hit hard, uh, you know, even much more than the index itself. NASDAQ itself down 10% plus at one point. Many of these stocks are down 20% plus, like a Tesla, which today was up 19% today. But again, rubber band gets stretched a little bit too tight. It pops. That's the buying opportunity. This is a big bull market. We're in the infancy of this bull market. That's been our view for some time. We're in the first year of a major new bull market. But what we think may be the most important stat of the day today is what happened inside the NASDAQ. Today, at the close, 87% up volume day in the NASDAQ. Now, some technicians want to see a 90% up volume day. They call it all kinds of thrust names. Uh, I'm going to take 87%, and here's why. I think this is significant. During this correction, we we didn't have a single day, folks, with, with god-awful readings. You know, we follow in the VRA investing system. One of the most important things we track are the internals. That's why we talk about it every day, of following the internals, momentum oscillators, and what they're reporting back to us. And we never had a single, even yesterday, you know, NAS, yesterday the NASDAQ and semis got smoked, okay? Yesterday, Dow was up 300, NASDAQ down 300. It was one of those bizarre days. Tyler talked about it in his podcast yesterday where even as the internals were rock solid, even NASDAQ was only slightly negative across the board, really were positive internals, except for advanced decline was slightly negative in NASDAQ. When you see that kind of thing happen, that kind of event happen, that's typically a very bullish sign. So the point being, when you have a really good day, you get the corresponding internals that tell you it was a great day. Like today, 87% up volume day, whereas opposed to yesterday when, when, when this group got really uh, uh, smoked hard, Internals were basically flat to, to positive. Actually, they were positive overall. So, again, <clears throat> great day today. NASDAQ actually gave up. It was, it was up over 300 points today. We, we see this as a complete non-event. Now, uh, Dow Jones finished up 30 points, still a new closing all-time high, 31,832. But SP 500 up a big 1.4%, up 54 points at 38.75. Russ 2000 was our... We came in second place today at uh, a plus up a big 1.9% at 2245. And again, NASDAQ up a big 3.7% of 464 points at 13,073. For short term technicians, if you're real short term, I mean real short term, the 13,000 point level on NASDAQ could be viewed as important. But honestly, folks, that's only if you're a day trader. This was, this was what our view is was a buying opportunity. We think the bond market is way overcooked. We're seeing indicators uh, that we follow, that we share with our folks today, that point to the fact that the bond market, most talking really about the 10-year bond, uh, which was, was uh, yield uh, declined today to 1.54%, but people were really freaking out about the 10-year yielding 1.6%. I, I, I think people have very short memories, is what I'll say, because I remember a whole lot of bull markets uh, in, my, in my career where the 10-year had a 5% yield not a 1.5% yield. So, uh, but the point being, uh, based on the, the indicators that we follow here, the uh, TLT, which is the 20-year uh, T-bond index, ETF, 
is now uh, hitting some of its most oversold levels. Matter of fact, right at the most oversold levels that we've seen over the last uh, seven to eight years. That tells us that, like the other instances, that uh, a lot of money is going to be coming into bonds and that yields will be falling. You have to remember, here we have a situation in Japan with negative yields. Japan still has negative interest rates, right? The most important economy in Europe, Germany, still has negative interest rates. But ours are positive. So let's say you're big money managers and you're global, right? Where are you going to invest your trillions? What bond market do you choose to invest your money in? Are you going to go with Japanese debt yielding negative? So you've got to pay them to borrow from them. Same thing with Germany. Or are you going to look across the pond and go, so you're telling me I can get a 1.5% yesterday, 1.6% yield in the safety and security of United States 10-year treasury notes. I think I'll take that option. Yeah, give me, give me the 1.5%, the 1.6% instead of the negative interest rate, which means I have to pay you, Mr. Central Banker, Mr. Government Banker. I, that's, that's what's happening here. So it's called gravity. We've been saying this now for about three years when rates of the 10-year was well over 3%. Our forecast was that rates would fall to below 1%. Of course, that happened. Uh, and, and we still believe that rates are going to go. I still look for the uh, 10-year to fall back below 1%. The, the reason I'm spending a little time on this today is because any any kind of a broad move lower in rates is going to act as like fuel for the fire for megatech, for growth, for tech stocks. And look, I, I, look, I like value stocks as much as the next guy, right? I mean, we own energy. We own commodities. We, we love this group. We're not big fans of the banks, but I get it. You know, it's a, it's a relative play. But I want to be in a, in a bull market where technology leads the way. These folks, these are, for all of us listening here, this is the bull market we want to be in. When NASDAQ and semis are leading the way higher, that's the bull market that we are in, right? That was the bull market from 1995 to 2000, the dot-com melt-up, if you will. That was that bull market. This is the bull market we're in today. And what we just experienced was an extremely great buying opportunity in technology names like Apple. I mean, great opportunity to buy Apple at 116 when they've got $30 a share in cash. So, you know, these, these are the names that we really want to focus on here, uh, on technology names, on these pullbacks. This is how you really beat the markets. And, uh, and, and I'll share a few other things. In addition to, I view that uh, bond yields are going to start coming down. A lot of reasons for that, even beyond what I've just shared with you. But also, as Tyler and I have said many times, we could literally do this podcast every day and just say, hello, how are you? And then just say, look, the bull market's going to continue because of liquidity, because of stimulus, global monetary and fiscal stimulus, and we could just say goodbye. I mean, that is it. We've now got, with the, the new $1.9 trillion coronavirus insanity, Stimulus that, uh, the, the uh, team Biden has, uh, he, he of course had nothing to do with it. Whoever is pulling his strings did, uh, get, get the 1.9 tr- uh, trillion passed, which apparently the House is going to make final tomorrow. Um, that's going to put it to 22 trillion plus globally in, uh, in, in just inside of a year, folks. We're talking about 11 months of fiscal monetary stimulus. That, that's, you really don't need another reason to be bullish. That is the reason. You don't have to like it, but that's the reason. It's almost impossible for stocks to go down 
in a 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 consolidated coordinated fashion in a long term fashion with this kind of liquidity. Uh, again, we are in the early innings of this move higher, uh, driven by momentum, driven by liquidity, and really driven by uh, higher rates that are also very bullish as well. By the way, you want to see inflation. You want to see higher rates. These are the early. Big, big uh, kind of uh, ring the bell signals, if you will, that you need to be in this bull market. Anyway, that's, that's been our view for some time. Also, again, this is a new bull market. You know, this bull market just began at the, at the depths of coronavirus insanity with the March 23rd lows of last year. That was the birth of this bull market. So we're, we're not even a full year into that yet. We're not even a full year into this new bull market. So think back to 2009, March 2009, when the bear market, you know, when, when the financial crisis ended, uh, by the way, that happened because banks got mark to mark mark to market accounting uh, relief from the uh, from the Federal Reserve, um, and that marked those lows. Uh, but but then a, a new bull market was launched, right? That lasted well over a decade. So that's where we are now. Don't know how long it's going to last, but I I believe it's many years. I believe we're one year into a many year bull market that'll probably last at least another four years. That's how we see it. Again, long-term targets for us are Dow Jones seventy-five thousand plus, Nasdaq thirty thousand plus, uh, and, and 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 could get a little crazy than a little crazier than that. You got to remember, from ninety-five to two thousand, Nasdaq averaged okay, averaged over a hundred percent gains a year as it put up plus five hundred seventy-five percent over the five-year period, and they, we didn't have uh, QE then. We didn't have all this funny money floating around, so. When you hear us talk about really big numbers and the ability to make a lot of money in this market, you know that's what we're drawn off of. You know, my 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 memory of working during that time frame, com, com, uh, combined with what we see happening right before our eyes right now. Again, liquidity. It's a new bull market. We're in a very bullish period here, November to May. Ninety percent, roughly ninety percent of all gains take place, depending on the time frame, going back to about nineteen fifty. S P of hundred didn't start until like nineteen forty seven, but. Going back to 1950, over 90% of all market gains have taken place during this time frame. Add to that, March and April are two of the most bullish months of the year, combined with November and December. Um, so um, also, the, the, another biggie, Q1 and Q2. You know, we're in two quarters right now of earnings season that are replacing two pathetic quarters of last year for coronavirus. So earnings are just going to... Well, they're going to they're going to scream compared. The, the year-over-year numbers are going to be unbelievable reports. And uh, again, we will have record S and P five hundred record S and P five hundred earnings this year as well. So there are a lot of things to be optimistic about, and uh, that's why you know we welcome these uh, pullbacks. They're healthy. They get a lot of bulls out of the market. Uh, a lot of the you know the short-term money the. Uh, the money that probably shouldn't have been there to begin with, you know, just think they can throw darts and make money. You got to get that washed out of the market. And you get a lot of these guys that uh, have just turned bearish. You know, I won't mention any names here, uh, but, uh, you know, the <laughs> I, I've got about five names I could mention real quick that just turned bearish. And I'm just not going to go there. But they know who they are. And so do we. Uh, also today, uh, let's talk. take a look under the hood today. Again, another, uh, I want to repeat, 87% up volume today for day on NASDAQ. That tells us this move higher continues uh, for quite some time. Under the hood today, let's take a look at the internals. Uh, again, NASDAQ just can't get much more positive than what we saw today. 
Uh, also, uh, for advanced decline, NASDAQ was 3 to 1 positive today. Let me hit quick refresh and make sure I got the most accurate data. Okay, so for um, our NYSE numbers, we were uh, uh, right at 1.5 to 1 positive on volume NYSE. Uh, about the same, about 1.5 to 1 positive advanced decline. Again, yesterday was the big day for NYSE. Today, that big day was for NASDAQ. Also, and this has been the stellar reading for some time now, new 52-week highs to lows today came in at 591 companies hitting new 52-week highs to just 33 hitting new 52-week lows. In our sector watch today, we had, uh, what is that, eight finished higher, three sectors finished lower, led to the upside by consumer discretionary up 3.8%, technology up 3.4%, and uh, utilities also up 1.2%. Again, rates are coming down. We think that continues. Uh, to the downside, energy, uh, again, values now giving some of it back, right? Uh, everybody just got all bulled up in value stocks, and now they're like, oh, wait a minute. Are you telling me NASDAQ's going to get hot again? Text the play again? Yeah, it is. Anyway, we still like energy quite a bit here, though. Down 1.9% today. And again, financials. Look for a lot of that bank money to come out here pretty quick. Nobody's really excited about the financials. Why would you be? Financials down 8 tenths of 1% today, and uh, industrials down 4 tenths of 1%. Uh, finally, today, our commodity, also the VIX was down a big 6% today. Uh, uh, still 24, though. It's, with markets at all-time high, having a VIX at 24, that's a big buy signal. Uh, way too much fear still in this market as a contrarian, exactly what you want to see. Gold today up $37 an ounce. Again, another another benefactor of lower rates. We like gold, silver here a lot, physical, by the way, and the miners a great deal. Uh, they need to get going, though, because they are under the 200-day moving average. Gold and the miners are. Silver has, has had a much more constructive-looking chart. If you were going to buy one, you'd buy silver, frankly. Gold today up $37 an ounce at $17.15. Silver up $0.76 cents at $26.03 an ounce. Copper gave back some today, down eight cents a, a pound at four dollars and one cent. Oil today down a dollar thirty a barrel at sixty three point seventy five. And finally, Bitcoin big day today, up four point eight percent, up two hundred excuse me twenty four hundred and ninety one dollars. Bitcoin trading right now at fifty four thousand two hundred and eighty one. Folks, as always, we appreciate you listening. Come join us full time at vrainsider.com. Again, vrainsider.com. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.